Hey everyone, it's Ben here from the Bonehead Podcast and welcome to episode 4 of Roster Rumble, the participation competition where you send in Blood Bowl rosters to us based on our specifications and uh, we pick some of our favourites and using the science known as Theory Bowl, we argue about who we think would win. We've got some great rosters for you again today and to that end today's co-host and opponent today's co-opponent is blood tithe ben hello how you doing man you okay yep um just recovered from the slow death which is hay fever at the moment <laughs> yeah i know it's worse than disturbing presence uh, honestly it's, yeah it's just <laughs> disturbing presence for real life yeah um, <laughs> should be an option on their weather table <laughs> no <laughs> and it's summer you can't even close your windows especially uh especially mr 3d printer over there <laughs> yeah yeah gotta <laughs> keep those fumes in Brilliant. Okay, so before we get started, let's go over how we are going to do this. We are each going to take a turn to talk through our list of the day, who sent it in, what the team is, what the skills are, what the game plan is, and then when we're done, we're going to flip for the kick. After that, it's all theory bowl until a winner is decided. If, however, neither of us can convince the other of a clear winner, we are prepared for such an event. We have sought the services of a game referee who has also looked at the lists we've chosen and picked a tiebreaker. They won't be joining us live on the line, but we do have a recorded little message uh, if we need to go to the referee to sort out a tie. And today's game referee is going to be none other than Ian Warhanam Hannam. Okay, Ben, all sorted. So, feeling good about your list? Uh, I'm honestly not sure about this one. I think it's the one I'm <laughs> least confident on that we've had. Uh, it's an interesting one. I think it's more of a... Um, it feels like more of a real person list than, a, does, than yeah. an overpower it's... one. I think it would be pretty, pretty decent in league. Uh, right, well, I'll tell you what, to that, let's go to the lists. Okay, Ben, so first up, we've got your team, the Lude Grip Renegades. Yes, this was a submission from uh, Ian Triple Powell Triplo, who just joined us recently on episode 43 of the podcast. He did, to talk all things Dark Elves. Yep, and somewhat related to Dark Elves, we have uh, a Renegade team, a Chaos Renegade. So um, I say that because there's a Dark Elf on it, but it's a close <laughs> close uh, link, you know. Hey, you get four positionals on a Sevens team, and he has chosen the Dark Elf for one of them. So yeah, I think that's very Ian. Yeah, extremely Ian, it's going to happen. Um, so yeah, let's talk through this. So we've got, in true Renegade style, two big guys. Um, first and foremost, the Minotaur, who's kind of the first pick, I think, on a Renegade team often. Um, yeah, so it's a normal Minotaur, 5528, uh, with Frenzy Horns, Lone and Mighty Blow, Thick Skull, Wild Animal. He's decided to give that block, which yeah, is a pretty good shout on a Minotaur. You can't go wrong with block on a Minotaur. The other thing I could have seen would have been, in, would have been maybe Claw, but actually yeah. block gives you more consistency. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's kind of what you want in a game as wild as Sevens. Uh, in Sevens, absolutely. Um, he's also decided to take the Ogre over the Troll. Um, pretty standard. Ogre is better, <laughs> usually. I mean, mm. I, I would disagree, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll be talking yeah. about that on next week's uh, podcast. Um, yeah, 44, definitely. all about big guys. And uh, yeah, I'm pleased to see the Troll um, dropped in favour of the Ogre because I do think in Sevens you've got more movement and that ogre is more reliable and is faster and i think that just gives him an edge in sevens yeah um i'll say why the troll could be a shout out in it just a bit um mm -hmm. and then he's decided to take the dark elf the goblin and two linemen um the, the dark elf he's given dodge yeah um the lineman he's given kick love kick i know Gotta you're a big kick. fan of kick in sevens as well absolutely um and the star he's taken for this roster rumble is lewd grip whip arm so there's two versions of Lude Grip. Lude Grip got updated, um, I think, with the first uh, Spike magazine. So he went up from 150k to 160k, uh, but he got dodge because he's slippery. So Yeah, he's really good, isn't he? So he's... um. <laughs> yeah, this is one of Rich Saxby's favourite star players as well. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen him quite a lot of tournaments as well. He's, he's a solid, pick, so. useful player. Yeah, so he's a uh, 6339, which is a great stat array. Um, and his skills, he gets oh, his low notes as being a star, and he gets dodge, pass, strong arm, sure hands, and tentacles for 160k. That's crazy good value. Okay, so when we talk about uh, star players on the podcast, we normally talk about what skills are they giving, are they are they bring into the team, and what skills are there to 
take the fact that the star player's got loner and just get rid of it. This guy's yeah. got short hands. You want him to use him to pick up the ball? He's got the inbuilt reroll. And then yeah. he can pass with a reroll uh, to, to fob it aloft along to somebody else. And he's got strong arm. So he's, uh, what's that? Three plus, four plus, four plus, five plus for passing with a reroll. Yeah. And yeah. he's got dodge, so if you do need to 3-plus dodge him away, he can sneak away, and he does have tentacles. Now, he is strength 3, um, but you can put him on a guy, and it will force more dice to be rolled. Exactly. He's just always useful, I think. He's mm. great at giving the ball to the players who want to score. Yep. Um, so he's not even an SPP hog. He's yeah. just annoying. He's a he's facilitator. A... Yeah, he's armor 9, so he sticks around. Yeah, it's a weird, yeah. a weird player type. He's, he's a strength 3 chaos warrior. Yeah. With, yeah, a with a bunch of passing skills. Yeah, weird. Weird one. Love that. Uh, yeah. Because of the difference in cost for Lude Grip, um, being that we were using the old rules on the spreadsheet, I think, uh, Ian did originally have an extra Renegade lineman, but uh, we had to drop that off and replace it with two fan factor, an assistant coach, and a cheerleader instead. Yeah, um, and that's where I think it... Like, if we were to factor that in, I think the troll could have been a consideration because then it gets you another player. But yeah. Oh, I see. Drop the ogre, use the cash to get the, the extra line. Yeah. That's actually that's actually pretty valid. Uh, yeah. So, uh, sevens. <clears throat> I love a big guy blitz, and having two big guys is going to be huge. Mm. So, you've got two big guys. You've got a dodging edge for Dark Elf, which is great. You've got a goblin, and everybody knows the renegade goblin can just do incredible things. You've got the throw teammate in there. Uh, you've got kick, and you've got lewd grip, who can do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it, it feels like a really well-rounded team. And some of the other teams we've seen on uh, Roster Rumble have been quite um, one-dimensional. This team seems like a really good list. Or a yeah, fair list. honestly, <laughs> the only reason I had doubts was because it's pretty tricky to theory craft for a renegade team. Uh, um, that is true. They're quite a complex team, quite swingy. You never really know what's going to happen. It's so. either going to work or it's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's have a look at the wobble ratings. We've got throw of 28.57, pow of 38.57, which does not surprise me given you've got the two big guys in there, including a blocking Minotaur. Uh, toughness, 30.71, a bit above average. Speed rating, 28.57, a little below average. An overall of 31. 6-1 for the team rating. And let's see who they're up against. They're up against Griff and Co. Um, so this will be my list for today. And I'm going to have to give credit to two coaches here. So Ian Triplo, again, this is kind of the, the, the triple power uh, <laughs> feature match. Um, yeah. He popped in this list. And so did Andy Pymont. Um, at basically exactly the same list. Um, not sure which skill package we've used. I think we went with Andy's because Ian cheated and used too many doubles. Um, so <laughs> yeah. really, this is Andy Pymont's list, but Ian had the same one. And Ian absolutely loves uh, Griff. So let me just go through the breakdown for the team. Let's just see if Andy, when he sent it in. Here we go. So Griff is tailor-made for sevens. With rerolls built into most things you need him to do, a vampire-like stat line and block, dodge and fend to keep him standing despite your opponent's best efforts. He costs a monstrous 320,000 which doesn't leave much for the supporting cast. However, with the skills we can give him some super support as we play a running game where he will be the offensive ball carrier and the star defender. The two guard help the overall blocking team uh, overall blocking game will tackle one of the few skills missing from Griff's personal arsenal uh, will help take out stunties or opposing stars with dodge and who has dodge on your team Ben? yeah the goblin the elf so yeah there's two players with dodge and lewd grip oh and lewd grip wow yeah yeah it's quite a match quite a match yeah actually. interesting one this one here so let's look at the actual roster we've got two blitzers four linemen nothing else and griff <laughs> So one blitzer comes with guard, one with tackle, and we've got a spare skill that goes onto another human, uh, another guard, but on a lineman that time. So you've got two guard pieces, probably not going to be uh, enough to overcome a an ogre and a minotaur, um, but against a normal team, two guard bits on on a seven switch is pretty tasty. Uh, and then we've got Griff himself, probably the poster boy star player in Blood Bowl and um, I had the 
the disadvantage of playing against him at Beachhead Bowl. Came away with a 3-2 win, and it was against Ian Triplo running the uh, 1100 Griff build with humans. No rerolls there. Um, so, Griff is 7448. So, he is a fast vampire, He's actually. He's a machine. Yeah. He's a blitzer with all the stat ups you could want. Yeah, absolutely. Um, block dodge, so he's blodging. He's got sure feet, he's got sprint, and he's got fend. So fend is quite useful against, say, a frenzy minotaur. Mm -hmm. um, I've worried this list is a bit of a counter now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's interesting, isn't it? Now, you did select both these lists, really, so I'm not going to yeah, take yeah. any credit for that. Um, yeah, so having sprint and sure feet makes him kind of movement eight as well. Yeah. He gets one extra go for it, and on a sevens pitch having a total of uh, 10 squares of movement is a huge, huge game changer. Uh, and edge for dodge. Yeah. Just, it's just all in on Griff. I think if Griff dies though, this team can still do things to be fair. Six humans, including two uh, two blitzers. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, we've got both the guard. I think this was what's good about this format as well as eliminates Griff's big weakness, which is that he hogs everything. Mm. Um, so in league, yeah, matter. in yeah. league he hogs SPP because he is the guy doing the stuff. Um, yeah. But in sevens, doesn't matter quite so much. So wobble ratings throw thirty one point four three, which is above Lude Grips Renegades. Pow thirty seven point one four against thirty eight point five seven. So you've got the edge on Pow, but it's not by as much as I thought. Uh, no tough 29 29 against 30.71 so you've got the advantage on toughness griff and co does have the speed edge with 32 against 28 and overall 32 and a half against 31.6 so these teams according to the wobble ratings are pretty well matched yeah it's fairly close i like it right are you all set then yeah let's do this fantastic right then let's flip for the kick would you do me the honor of calling high or low I'll call low. All right, let's have a D6 on the go. Boom. It's high. So the humans get to choose whether to kick or receive. But before they do that, we're going to roll some weather. It's mm -hmm. nice weather. And we're going to do some uh, some fan factor. So I'm going to grab 2D6. It's a 4. I've got no fan factor. So that is 4. And you are rolling at 8, 9, 10. So 2 fame. Um, yes. 2 fame to yep. you guys. So hopefully... For you, that'll be swinging you an extra re-roll uh, or two throughout the course of the game. So, I won the kick. Um, you know, even though Griff is a machine, uh, the prospect of lining him up against two big guys is pretty horrible. So, I think, I think the humans kick here. I think they kick, try and go for the defense, and then uh, go for the 2-1 grind in sevens. Let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. So we're going to kick to you. So let's uh, let's start the theory bowl out a treat. So looking at my list, I've only got seven players. So everybody's going to be on the pitch. You've got a minotaur. You've got a, a big ogre. So uh, it's going to be three linemen, not the fun one with guard. So three linemen spread across the front uh, with the other four guys scattered behind. So you've got no chance of blitzing anyone. Too fun. Just a, just a lineman. Uh, but it does mean that Griff's in the center, supported by the two blitzers and the guard guy on the edge. So all the fun stuff. A couple of squares behind my line of scrimmage. And that would be how I would set up to kick to you at the beginning of the first half. What would be uh, your game plan? You're receiving the ball. Yeah, I think I would go in hard with the big guys and follow up with everyone who can do the ball stuff. <laughs> so I just think, yeah, the big guys at the front, I probably have uh, Lou Grip um, a bit further back. Yeah. Pick it up. Um, line men accompany the big guys. I think I just line everyone up in the front. You know, I get the first move. So you do. So I want to kind of just close the gap. Full sweep there. Seems, seems yeah. pretty safe. Okay, so in that case, uh, the kick. Who's 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 centre point on the line there, Ben? Uh, I'll have the minor. All right. Well, we'll be kicking right right in front of the minotaur. So let's see uh, how far the ball is going to go. It scatters one square away from the minotaur. So let's just say it lands up in the minotaur's tackle zone. We'll have a cheeky little kickoff result. It's a charge, not a chance. Are we taking that? Uh, so a charge result. Sure you don't come back later. <laughs> exactly. A charge result in Blob 7s gives me, as the kicking team, an opportunity to move all of my players 
exactly the same distance, I get to choose 0, 1, 2 or 3 and everybody moves towards the enemy um, side that far. And quite frankly, being any closer to the Minotaur, now the Minotaur at the moment is going to have to go for it once to get into a tackle zone and then twice to go for the Blitz and I think I'm happy with that. Don't want to make it any easier. So that'll be it. Ball goes over, lands next to the Minotaur. Um, I tell you what, Ben, pick a number on a D8. I'll pick six. Yeah, it just lands next door to the Minotaur. And that would be the beginning of the first half. So, what's your game plan here? You've got the ball right next to you on your line of scrimmage. You've got everyone on the pitch. And you're facing down some normal humans and Griff. I think I'd kind of form a cage. So I'll push up the pitch, maybe like three or three squares up or so. Yep. Um... I kind of form a cage of the two big guys in the front corners, um, linemen on the rest. Uh, I'd stick the dark elf and the I stick the goblin bordering one of the big guys, like tucked into the cage. Next door to the ogre, I imagine. Yeah, maybe inside the cage even. Um, dark elf a bit further behind, and then I go to pick up the ball with loot grip. Oh, loot grip. There we go. So he's edge three. He's got sure hands. The weather's decent. That's a three plus with a reroll. I think we can pretty much be sure that loot grip swoops in there and with sure hands picks up the ball. No problem at all. So if that's it for your turn, you're kind of ending yeah. a couple of squares up the pitch uh, within strike range of the humans, but only mm -hmm. of a corner. Only of a corner. You've got the big guys on the corner, yeah? Yeah. All right. So human counterplay is going to be chuck one of the humans on each of your big guys. So that's just the ordinary lineman. Um, I'm pretty sure there's no way to get a blitz in with uh, my guys. I think you're probably just out of range. So we'll, we'll send two humans up. In fact, we'll send all three of the normal guys up and just put them on the front of your cage. Keep those big guys down and we'll just move the rest of the human team up to the line of scrimmage. Getting ready for next turn to put the, uh, the guard and... Um, Griff into action. That's it. Not going to risk a blitz. You've got too much strength, and I couldn't bring my. It would be. I don't think I would be a good chance to bring all the guard up. I think we'll save the guard for the next turn, and that would really be it. That would be it. It would be a positional play, tying up your big guys, which make a huge part of your cage. To be fair, and you can only blitz with one of them. Mm -hmm. So who do you blitz with, Ben? This is your turn two. You've got three humans on the front of your cage. Louis Grip's got the ball. Yeah, and so both big guys are tagged. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yeah, I think I'd, uh, I'd I'd smack both of them with the big guys. I think I'd just do normal blocks to the big guys. Okay, let's uh, let's roll it out. So who's going to start with the the ogre the or the minotaur? So the minotaur is going to get two dice on a human. Yeah, he's got to pass his wild animal first, which ah, he does. He's good to go. Uh, push. He he's got and block. He does have block, which he will take. Yeah, there we go. So yeah. first roll is a push and a both down. So he's going to take the block and roll for armor. He's got mighty blow. Human armor is eight. It is not six. So human's fine. So he's down. Minotaur is now away from the cage. Yeah, uh, the other ogre, the ogre, will try and do another block. Yep. He maxes bonehead. He does a block. He just gets pushes. Double push. So he's going to push and follow up into that. Okay. So he'll still be tagged by the middle human. Yeah, he would. Um, so the ogre is tied up for a turn. I don't think he would follow up. I think he'd leave the... Be in base, leave that and be in base contact with the goblin. And then a blitz with one of the free linemen. Ah, fair enough. Easy enough to get uh, two dice, I think. With the goblin there and ogre there. Absolutely. And the minotaur there. Yeah, you'd get two dice. And you get the pal. Destroys him down. Roll for armor, Ben. No, it doesn't break the armor. Then again. Okay, so two of the three human linemen are now on the ground. The ogres pushed the standing one up away from the cage. Um, no one removed, though. Just prone. No. So they're going to be able to stand up and tank your big guys next turn. Um, yeah, so I think I'd use the uh, the remaining players. So I've got one lineman, the Dark Elf, and Lude Grip. I think I kind of form like a behind cage to keep the big guys there yeah i'll probably leave the one i'd probably just keep where i am and try and let you come to me and let me count do the counter bash use the big guys as uh bunkers <clears throat> yeah so i'd take loot grip with the remaining lineman and dark elf okay and, makes yeah. sense so 
the chances of attacking the cage, uh, attacking through the big guys right now, not huge. So what we do is we move up both guard pieces and tag the Minotaur. We'll stand up the humanoids on the ground with him and then we'll blitz with Griff, man. We'll run yep. in Griff. He's got guard. We've got support. Uh, Uwe, the dice. Let's roll two of these. It's a push and a both down now. The Minotaur does have block. He does, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're just going to push that Minotaur away, not follow up with Griff. Uh, in fact, if anything, he's just going to back off just kind of behind a screen of muggles. Um, and on the other side, the, the human lineman who got knocked out, who got pushed away by the ogres, just going to move back in. And the guy who got knocked down by the human lineman, he's going to stand up and just tag. And um, we've probably got the tackle blitzer in reserve. Uh, so everything everything is all set up. And that would be, what, my turn two, I think. Um, yeah. So your turn three. And being so mobbed many... here by humans. Yeah. How many tackle zones do you reckon you have on the big guys at this point? A couple on the ogre and, a, well, none on the minotaur. Because we pushed them away. Okay, the Minotaur then is going to to blitz. Um, What's the plan? Yes, yeah, so he's going to try and blitz away one of the linemen on the Ogre. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah. trying to trying to buy some space. Fails the wild animal. Fails the wild animal. So the Minotaur has let you down. Yeah, so he's there. Okay, so I've got to do a different play here. And that was the blitz gone as well. Yeah, annoyingly. So I'd probably do a good old punch with the uh, the ogre on one of those one of those linemen. Seems fair. Never bad odds. Bonehead's good to go. Two dice, double push. He'd probably just stay where he is again. Okay, it's turn three and we've lost no humans so far against two big guys. This is... Uh, <sighs> Getting very surrounded by humans at this point as well. This is positive for, uh, for um, Griffin Co. I think at this point I try and move the remaining linemen up with the Dark Elf and Lugrit. Okay. We're, we're, we're getting closer and closer to the ball now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, how many guys did you tag with that cage? Because how far would I be able to move? Uh, you'd be able to move left and right fine. You'd be able to move round fine. You've got two guys on the Yoga. Basically, everybody else is around the other side apart from one. Uh, tackle blitzer in the backfield so it's all around the big guys at the moment so you kind of got free movement to, to come back a little bit and swing around Luke, yeah I think Luke, I Luke's movement I think six I... so yeah yeah I think I'd just try and move them three or four squares to one of the sides to push up a couple more uh, probably try and escape on the ogre side where they uh, kind of other side of the world from the minotaur yeah I think that sounds good that makes sense so We've got the Tackle Blitzer. He's sitting in the backfield. I'm actually happy with that. The Ogre's pushed a guy away. Did he follow up? Uh, he chose not to. All right, cool. So we've got a free Human Lyman. So the Human Lyman's just going to go and chuck himself next door to one of the corners of the, the new Lude Grip cage to the side. The Tackle Blitzer's going to loiter in the backfield. We are going to take the rest of the spare Human players, chuck them on the Minotaur, and then just Blitz again with Griff, because I think a bit of removal here would be huge. Mm -hmm. Gets the POW star. Roll for armor. It's a six, nothing. But at least the Minotaur's on the ground. And then Griff will just swing on round. So he's kind of behind the cage now. He's punched his way through the Minotaur. And uh, you've got Griff behind the cage. You've got a human tag in the front of it. And we've got a tackle blitzer in my sort of towards the end of my pitch. Um, yeah. That's, that's really it. The other humans have all activated and moved. We're just going to kind of just do a stall defense and this would be turn four now for the uh, chaos pact yeah so i think i've got to get the ogre up and remove some the, the minotaur up and remove some humans so he's gonna blitz although he's probably got three humans on him at the moment doesn't he he's got a, yeah he's got a couple of them on there yeah i think with a blitz though makes him strength six i think he still managed to get a two die oh he'd get a two die on a human absolutely yeah so he's gonna try that Okay, let's see. Wild animal before anything. Wild animal's good on a two. It's good on a yeah. two. Gonna try and smack one of them. Yeah, power yeah. start. Drops him down. Yeah. Oh, really rolls a five and then six for mighty blow. Still not enough. Only just enough to hurt Snotling. Yeah, I think I've. I think I've got to try and break through now. So, 
you say you have a human on the front of the cage. Yeah, one guy just there just to force you to lose a guy or take a, a one dice block or having to make you commit some of your cage. Um, there's a, you know, that, that was the guy who was on the ogre. So the ogre is free. Um, with four guys on the Minotaur, uh, one human on the cage, Griff behind the cage and Tackle Blitzer to the, in front of the cage, a few squares away. Good few squares. Yeah. Tackle Blitzer, I think. Hmm. But Ogre's free, yeah? Ogre is free. Okay, I think I'd move the Ogre up. Yep. If he does that. Yeah, so he'd move up to kind of meet the rest of the cage. He's only movement five. So he'd probably get to the, just ahead of it. Yeah. Um, I think I'd move one of the linemen on the cage to meet the one tagging it, which I imagine you'd probably tag the Dark Elf at the front. Whoever was at the front. So Yeah, I would imagine the Dark Elf at the front. Got to try and break through. So the Dark Elf is going to make a block. No, he's going to try and dodge. Even though you have Tackle, he's going to try and dodge. Yeah, Tackle's uh, not on the cage. Tackle's waiting. Oh, up, tackle's up the pitch. waiting. Yeah, he's fine. It's just a normal lineman. Okay, I'll try and dodge out of that with the Dark Elf. Cheeky 2+. plus. No, he doesn't make it. He's got oh, yeah, dodge. dodge. He's got dodge, he though. Dodge. So rolls the one into the six. So the Dark Elf dodges away. Frees yeah, up he's gonna... the corner of the cage. Yeah, he's going to get just in front of the Ogre. Then the uh, other lineman would go up to try and defend the Dark Elf, I think. Yeah. So just um, just kind of moving your cage up. Yeah. No one's tagging Lude Grip yet, are they? No, no, Lude Grip's been shielded by your guys. Yeah. Probably move the Goblin up to be the, the Ogre as well. And yeah, I think I'm actually going to try and pass to the Dark Elf with the grip. <laughs> okay, so the Dark Elf is where? Is he in a cage? Is he just to the? He's the just of the in pitch? front of like he's got he's got a, an ogre and a goblin next to him, just behind him, and he's just in front. Okay. And he's he's this is at this point it's within scoring range. Yeah, but um, remember there is a tackle blitzer waiting. Yes, there so. is indeed. So, if Lude Grip goes for a pass here, or a handoff is probably more sensible. Um, uh, well, he doesn't get a reroll on the handoff. Oh, there's only one dice. <laughs> it's automatic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's automatic in Blood Bowl, then. <laughs> the, the first bit of the handoff is, it's the catching. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Um, no, he'd probably hang on to it, actually. He'd probably hide behind the cage, just get just some... Get some tackle zones. He might hide between the uh, ogre and the goblin, um, just to be safe from that that tackling blitzer. So an ogre, a goblin, and a dark elf walk onto a pitch. Yeah, blue grip joins them. Blue <laughs> yeah. grip and a human. So moving the cage up, uh, and I'd, I'd, I'd use my remaining lineman to uh, anchor. Actually, I might use I might use him to tag the uh, the old tackle blitzer. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's four my, for you. The rear is pretty exposed. but And that is where Griff is, remember? Yes, it is. Okay. So, human turn four then, Ben. Mm -hmm. I take it that there is still uh, a five-star cage. So you've still got uh, you've still got one on each corner surrounding Lude Grip with the ball. Yeah, yeah, ideally. Yeah. Okay, cool. Griff is still going to take that. There's got to, there's got to be a weakness at the back of the cage. It's either going to be the goblin or a human. Um, it'll be a goblin at this point. It'll be the goblin. Well, then Griff is just going to swoop in and blitz the goblin. He gets two dice. Uh, I would take yeah, the both down. Yeah, take the both down. Tens his armor. Wow. Stuns the goblin. And then can just wangle his way around and jump into the cage, tagging lewd grip and whoever the heck was at the front that wasn't the ogre because that would be a terrible idea so guy on the ball now but it's still in contact with uh with one of the anchors yep. of your cage uh right tackle blitz is going to run down who's on the front of your cage is it the ogre We've got the dark elf and a lineman there okay dark elf and it's the ogre lineman. and goblin at the rear right sweet so uh tackle's going to jump onto dark elf one to one and um 
the Minotaur's standing with a couple of humans? Yes, yeah. Alright, chances one of those humans is going to be free. So one of the other, the, the spare humans is going to run around and just join the scrum on the other side. Probably tackle, uh, tackle, but probably tag the human on the front of your cage. And um, then I think it's only fair that one of the humans in base contact with the Minotaur takes a two die up. Uh, oh, he's got which ones you want? I'll take them both down because I've got block. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would have taken that with the Blitzer or not, you know. So, we'll say not. We'll say not. We'll give the Minotaur a chance to break the armour. Go for it. And, ah, nothing at all. That'll be it. That'll be over to you for turn five. Okay, so I've, I've got a couple of guys at the front of this cage, haven't I? One of them is that Tackle Blitzer. Yep, got Tackle Blitzer on the Dark Elf. You've got normal human linemen on your human linemen. And Ludgrip's got the ball behind those two, and he's next door to Griff, who's between him and the Dark Elf. And you've got the Ogre to the back, completely unattached, and a Goblin stunned on the ground. I think what I would do is use the lineman who's free, who's not being tagged, to support the Dark Elf. Against the Tackle Blitzer? Against the Tackle Blitzer. The Dark Elf will then try and blitz. Okay, so Dark Elf Blitz gets two dice against a block tackle. Push. He'll take the push and not follow. So he pushes the human away from the cage. Run. He's going to try and run onto the touch the end zone. Okay. Yeah, and we're going to try and use this 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 Lou Grip skill that he gained. Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> so Lou Grip is still in. Um, what's his face? His tackle zone. Yeah, he's going to try and dodge out of that. Okay. He's going to have to take a couple of dodges because he he's going to have to go backwards. <sighs> Hmm. Actually, you can probably just dodge between the ogre and the uh, human. Actually, if it goes yeah. backwards, I think I think you'd have a couple of guys plus him, so it, he's not going to be an easy dodge. He's not going to get in range. But he, what he can do is dodge backwards for a two for a three die, a three up. Sorry, three plus. Yeah, he could take the dodge, and he's he's strong arm. So the yeah, worst, he's gonna, worst he's case scenario is going to be a four plus pass here. Yeah, he's gonna so he's gonna dodge back. On a three plus. Nope, he has the dodge reroll. <laughs> he does have dodge. Oh, oh lewd grip drops it. He falls to the ground. I'm going to roll for armor on this guy. Let's yeah. see if we can't take lewd grip out. He is armor nine. He is armor nine, and we rolled a nine. Okay, so that was turn five. The ball is down next to the ogre. Goblin's on the ground as well. Um, we do have Griff, and we have Griff nearby the ball. And Lude Grip's on the ground now, and the Dark Elf, who was in base contact with Griff, has, has run away. Yep. So, and it's, this is about your line of scrimmage at this point. Okay. All right. So this is going to be turn five. Griff's got movement a billion. Yeah, he can make it. He can make this. So Griff is going to swing round. He's going to try and pick up the ball. Now, the ball, let's say, is in the Ogre's tackle zone. I feel like that's okay. fair enough. So to pick up the ball, it's going to be a pick up with a tackle zone and then dodge away. So pick up with a tackle zone, edge four. Makes it. Four is good. Dodge away from the Ogre. With dodge reroll, five. Yeah, dodge. Okay, it. so with his movement seven, he crosses. He swings around, picks up the ball, and is now in your third of the pitch within scoring range. He is going to take a go for it to get a little bit closer just to make it so it's harder for you to catch up with him and he's going to go for it again and he's going to go for it again because he's got sure feet so he gets the integral reroll there so he's just blitzed 10 squares down the pitch he's now in the middle of your third um and uh, anybody who's assisted we've got some humans on the minotaur on the other side the one who uh, stupidly tried to block the minotaur just going to stand up i'm going to leave those two tagging him uh, tackle Blitzer's going to swing in and selflessly tag the Ogre, I think. And I think that leaves me in a pretty good situation here. This will be your turn six. You've got Griff Overworld. He's stolen the ball in the backfield. Yeah, and annoyingly, because my Goblin was stunned, I was going to lob him and try and blitz him with the two die up. But uh, Goblin was stunned and would have recovered. He's now prone, um, yes, but still not thing. standing. Still not standing. He might not be able to blitz. But you might be able to hit Griff. <laughs> so I'm going to take this play because there's no players I can reach Griff with. Now remember, the ogre has been tagged by Mr. Tackle. Yeah, so I'm going to blitz him with. Oh, I'll get I'll, I'll get Lude Grip up. He, he made the. Uh... You might as well blitz with Lude Grip. Has he got block? Doesn't he? 
No, he doesn't have block, but no. he's strength three, and you're going to get plus one for the ogre. I've got a lineman. I think I'd rather, just in case it all goes south. Rather risk the lineman. Okay, so yeah. that lineman's going to blitz in on the tackle blitzer. Yep, so you'd have a two dikes. The goblin's there too. Well, the ogre. The goblin's still on the Oh, yeah, ground, the goblin isn't is down, isn't he? Yep. Two dice. Double oh, pow. There we go. Your human lineman doing much better than the Minotaur so far. And armor. He's all right. Still fine. Still Minotaur. Fine. Mighty blow would have come in handy then. Okay, so guys on the ground. Ogre is now free of tackle zones. And the goblin yes. is prone on the ground. The goblin's going to stand up and move into that ogre's tackle zone. And, uh, yeah, the I'm assuming ogres can't throw prone goblins, can they? No, no. Got to gotta be a standing player. Got to be a standing player. Yeah, cool. Uh, so he's going to try and throw this newly recovered goblin. Okay. Right at Ludgrit. So all you need to do is roll a bonehead. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, there you go. And then it would be a three plus pass because it would be over the three square range. Yeah. So, Nailed so it. pass is there. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do this <laughs> all right what we can do is i've got the uh i've got the pitch can you see the pitch that i, I use can see to... the pitch and the the, the squares yeah here we okay go. let me see if i can just flick over to the pitch on the screen just so we can follow on the screen there we go so this guy here this dwarf is representing griff and this yeah. ghost is i assume targeted at griff at Griff, yeah. I mean, you've got to keep the odds as low as possible. Really, okay, so we've got the D8 here. So we want three D8s here, Ben. One by one. Yeah. Go for the first one. Six. Okay. okay, so just a bit behind Griff. And then okay, another. I want anything but a three. Or any, <laughs> you know, seven. It's a seven. Oh, it's the Falls wrong direction. Back. Now you want a three or a two to end up in Griff's tackle zone. Yeah. Oh, it's in the tackle zone. Okay, so he's in the tackle zone. You now need to land the goblin, and it is minus one for being in the tackle zone, so it's a five you need. And he doesn't make it. He does not make <laughs> it. Oh, it was so heroic an effort. Uh, goblin stacks it to the ground. We roll for armor. Armor is broken, oh, and he's stunned again. Um, not a turnover, but all you've really got left is a minotaur blitz, really. Yeah, which I will take. No, because I did uh, blitz. Sorry, minus all block. Minus all block on a yeah. human. Yeah, I'll take that. Makes it. Two dice. Oh, gets power. Powers him that. down. There we go. Let's have some armor. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, breaks armor. it. That's the human with guard, and he is knocked out. Yeah. Okay, that's so useful. That's the lineman with guard there who was over there just playing punch the minotaur. Uh, all right, so turn. Uh, no, it's the human might blow. It's still knockout, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, nine, yeah. unless he's stunty. Uh, right, turn six. Griff just runs it in. He's untagged. He runs it in for the touchdown. We get a steal yeah. on the last turn of the half. There we go. So we go to turn, we go to the second half. Just going to quickly roll my knocked out guy. He's back. So we've got a full lineup, and you are now kicking to me, Ben, for the second half. Yeah. Um... I think I'm just going to swamp my line and just try and be a shield. Just stick everyone everyone on the line. All across. Maybe, uh, maybe Lude Grip just behind just to keep him safe because he can pick up a ball that goes that slips out of hands. Okay, so no and easy... And the Goblin as well. So probably five players across, evenly spread. Five wide. So two linemen in the wide zones, two big guys anchoring the front, another yeah. lineman in the middle, and Lude Grip and the Goblin behind. Dark Elf in the middle, we only got the two linemen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good old Dark Elf. Uh, right, then. Um, it's got to be Griff, just a few squares behind. Nah, nah, to heck with it. All seven on the line with Griff in the middle, flanked by two blitzers. Let's just play for the win here. Okay, your kick. You've got kick on your team. I do, and I'm going to try and kick quite deep because you're quite fast. Quick, so. Kick deep, okay. So what are we saying? Three squares away from uh, the edge? Yeah, from the end zone, yeah. Okay, so let's see. 2d6 for the range of your kick. Oh, wrong dice. That's just as well. That would be some oh, mighty good. dice. Yeah. A four and a six. So, Ben, the ball goes off the pitch, possibly. Is it still halved? Or is it... It's, it's just take the lowest. So, four squares. But in seven, isn't it halved? No, that would... Oh, using the kick skill as well. So, yeah, it would yeah. be. So, it would be two squares. So, it stays on the pitch. 
That is a yes. heck of a kick. Lucky. Um, all right. So let's just go for the kickoff table. Yep. Quick snap. That means that I, as the offense, gets one square of movement. Yeah, that's quite useful for you. Yeah, we'll just run uh, Griff an extra square back. Yep. Um, because like you said, it's a deep kick. It's going to take me an entire turn to go and get that ball. Yeah, on the end zone. Yeah, so. yeah. so here we go. So turn one of the second half, humans. We've got seven wide on the line of scrimmage, uh, with the exception of Griff, who's one square back now. Um, you've got a minotaur. What we're going to do is everybody's just going to take one square back, and then Griff is going to run over and pick up the ball in the, at the very back of the pitch. He's got the ball, so he's basically in the end zone. Um, regardless of what happens, he'll have enough movement to. He's movement seven, and he's already moved on square to get actually off the back, off the, uh, off the actual, out of the actual yeah. end zone. So you can't go for any goblin blitz off the pitch shenanigans. That, that would be a terrible idea. So we've got six humans lining up a square behind the line of scrimmage, and Griff with the ball in the backfield. It's your turn, one Ben. What do you do? Um, I think I just moved this this shield wall forward. It's very uh, Vikings of you. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of group up to where your guys are. Um, just sort of maybe... Uh, I might keep the flank still open. I'll have the three in the middle. Kind of keep two squares basically, to encourage a dodge. Okay. So just um, but I'll be sure. sort of one or two squares away from, from your guys. Okay, cool. Nothing too dramatic. No uh, no shenanigans, no stretch blitz or anything. So that's good. No, not just yet. Not just yet. So turn two for the humans. Griff has got the ball. Uh, we've got a pretty decent array of people here. Um, and I'm assuming we've got the Minotaur on one side, the Ogre kind of on the other side. There's not really a particular safe zone. Um, we are going to swing towards the Ogre side of the pitch. So basically we're just going to screen up. Griff's going to run into the side, uh, into the wide zone of the ogre's side of the pitch and um, just going to move the humans in to kind of screen around him so probably on just after the line of scrimmage and what's that probably going to be about two three four squares away from your guys um, we've got a little little bit of a, a human cage uh, and a screen forming so griff's there we've got a couple of blitzers um, reasonable defensive play and uh, because we spread so wide, though, some of our team are in the middle of the field. So we've got a blitzer and a guard guy basically guarding, um, what's his face, Griff with a lineman. Just on the end zone, yeah. just, on the, uh, just on the edge, just on the wide zone towards the ogre side. And that'll be it. So your turn too? Yeah, so did you say you tagged the big guys? No, no, we are not touching anybody. Okay, I think I'm going to try and blitz the Minotaur into your side cage. Ah, well, we've deployed the other side. You have, so yeah, might... we went to the yeah. side of the Ogre. Yeah, so let's say he was in the middle. Yeah. He'd still, still be able to make a blitz, but it'd probably be a go for it. I think it'd be it. a go for it. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the follow-up, would be two go for it. But I'm going to risk that. Okay. Because... That's what Minotaurs are for. <laughs> that is what they are for. So Actually, at first, I think I position some defensive players around the cage just to try and slow down. No, I'll do sense. that first. So, swarm yeah. the cage. You've got the ogre as well. You could put the ogre against the cage. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll tag. Yeah. I think I might even tag. Yeah, no, because Griff's in the middle of me. So, yeah. I'll yeah. tag the front of the cage, uh, put some more players around, and I'll try this blitz. Okay, cool. Minotaur time. Wild animal. Gets it. So. We'll say he runs in, he gets onto the edge and has to take a go for it to get the blitz. Yeah. Which he makes. And then two dice against a human. It's a natural power. Yeah. Yep. Drops him down. Let's see some armor. That's oh, really armor. Minotaur, Minotaur with the foam well horns. Absolutely Honestly. terrible. However, if you wanted to follow up, the Minotaur would be um, on. And he would in. have to follow up as well. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, of yep. course. So he will be tackle zone on Griff now. Yep, with an ogre just behind him. Yep. So, yeah, that, that'll be that turn. Pretty meaty. So what we're going to do is we're going to do something really, really unusual here. So okay. where we had a lineman blitzer spread out wide, they couldn't get all the way over to the cage. They're kind of in the middle of the field. What we're going to do is Griff's just going to bail out. He's going to dodge away back from the Minotaur swing round and try and shovel it to the Blitzer on the other side of the pitch. So the okay. just see if we can't do a bit of a, a flank 
reversal. So let's take a dodge with Griff. Gets the dodge. He's going to swing round using his movement and then probably have to make a quick pass to the human blitzer that was kind of in the middle of the pitch. So we'll take a cheeky little quick pass and a catch. Ah, oh, nailed it. Gets it. And so the human blitzer and the human lineman who were just kind of sitting in the middle of the field. I'm assuming not the entire of your team is over there, but the Minotaur and the Ogre are committed in the wide zone. These guys are just going to run across the pitch to the other side. Now, your Dark Elf's not committed, your Human Lineman's not committed, you've got players who are free, but the Minotaur yeah. is by the cage, um, and I'm just going to tag both the big guys and just run wide, my two guys, against two or three of your guys on the left-hand side. Griff is in the midfield, untouched because he's just made his little pass um and my guys are moving up on the opposite side now using the movement of the humans here and griff yeah yeah taking advantage of the slow big guys mm. that's uh, my um, that's my three yeah good play so i think i'd i think i'd have to go for the uh the the blitz on, on your carrier or one of the guys tagging him with the Dark Elf, maybe. It's probably going to be a go for it. It's probably going to be two go for it, to be honest, because you do outspeed him by one. Oh, I don't know. If you guys were, were wide, I can see I can see your guys being uh, around to, mm. to get that to. I mean, movement six for all your team, movement six for all my team. They're going to be within striking distance. Yeah. So it will be yeah, a two-die block. Yeah. yeah, it will be a two-die block of your choice against the Human Blitzer with the ball. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take the uh, I'll do it with the the dark elf. Okay, so your guys move in, mm -hmm. swarm my guys on the other side of the pitch to the big guys, and then the dark elf blitz for two dice. Oh, double pow! Drops him down. Okay, let's see some armor before we do anything else. Oh, and he breaks the armor. Breaks the armor. Dark Elf for the win. Uh, right, what happens to him? He's stunned. So Human Blitzer is out of action. Um, for the ball, let's just say it's going to end up next to a human. It's going to end up next to the Dark Elf. So okay. if, if the Dark Elf wants to follow up and grab the ball, he could probably do uh, so. Yeah, yeah, he'd follow up and he'd try and pick up the ball then. So that would be a 3+, plus because he's in the tackle zone which he does gets the ball so the dark elf is in a tackle zone he's got the ball he's just blitzed the human mm -hmm. guy he's gone for the ball steal probably up there with spending his movement now yeah oh he would have definitely spent his movement there so uh yeah i think it's not a turnover so i think i'll take this opportunity to try and hit some of your players and the big guys that seems up. very sensible so i think the ogre will take a smack oh he won't Hills the bonehead from the ogre there, but the minotaur is still up and standing. Let's give him a shot. He makes it. He's good. Two dice. Pow. Drops another human down. Can he actually break the armor this time? No, he can't. No, he cannot. Um, and I think I'd I'd maybe any any remaining players. My goblin's probably free. I think he'd. You know, I think my goblin might just tag uh, tag old Griffy. Ah, that seems very wise. Yeah. So goblin so, on Griff, two big guys on the you know on one flank with a couple of humans in a brawl. Yeah. The rest of the team are on the left hand side, and this is going to be my turn four now, Ben. Right? Yes, it is. Okay, so there's a goblin. There's a goblin on Griff. Griff's movement seven. He's got a billion go for it. So he's got strength four. There's no way that the uh, there's no way he can't get round to the the dark elf without a couple of go for it. So I think. Uh, Human was stunned, wasn't he, by the Dark Elf? Yeah, the one with uh, yeah. Blitzer, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So uh, the other human is there. He's either already in base contact with uh, one of your with your human people. He was, because um, I, I picked up the ball. He's in base contact with the Dark Elf. With the ball. Okay, interesting. Interesting. So we're gonna we're gonna go all out we're gonna swing a griff uh if i dodge with griff and take a couple of go for it's ben i think he's gonna be able to swing around there and hit the dark elf i reckon he will yeah all right let's take the dodge and he swings around he runs his merry little way and then go for it and a go for it and a go for it for the blitz and two dice because he is massive oh nails it uh he's just gonna block him down to the ground yep 
So armor, armor is good, and the scatter is, I think, the ball ends up in one of your tackle zones. Griff's out of movement, so we've got a ball near two of my players, near two yes. of your players, and a dark elf on the ground. Um, yeah. On the right-hand side, my guys are just going to do what they can to avoid. Uh, so the the bone, the ogre boneheaded. So whichever human was next door to the ogre is going to run the heck away uh, into midfield, away from the ogre. Um, and the guy who faced the Minotaur didn't break his armor, so he's going to stand up and just tag the Minotaur. And everybody else is going to run into midfield, um, kind of to chill out with where your goblin is. Mm. So we've got a scrum on your line of the scrimmage. Uh, and now we're just getting a gaggle of players here. And that would be it for my four. So your four, Ben. Yeah, I think... Uh... I bring the ogre in, so I'll try and get him to pass his old test. Yeah, which he does. So he'd run in, not doing any blitz or anything like that. So ogre's running try over again. to the scrum. Yeah, try and get involved. Uh, he probably can't get make it all the way to where the ball is, but uh, he'd probably tag one of your players. Um, lewd grip's freed up. Oh yeah, I forgot about lewd grip. <laughs> mm. The minotaur, is someone on him? Yeah, oh yeah. The guy, uh, the Minotaur pushed down, just stood up and tagged him in place again. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a block for the Minotaur. Ridiculously so, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yep, gets it, and two dice, powers him down. down you get your choice. You can block him, you can push him. Uh, I'd, I'd push him, I think. And, <laughs> closer uh, and closer to the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> and armor time. Can the Minotaur roll better than a three? No, he no, can't. can't. <laughs> gets the three. So the Minotaur doing a good job of pinning a human lineman in place there. That's uh, good. Yeah. Three to one um, cost ratio. I think Ludgrip will move up just like in front towards the midfield. Mm -hmm. And the Goblin will go and join him. Um, and we've got two apiece on the ball. Yeah. So I'm going to try and get the Dark Elf up and pick up the ball. Okay. That's going to be some dodges there, Ben. Yeah. So... We probably agreed it's on a tackle zone each, so I think yeah. he'd have to dodge out into a tackle zone to pick up the ball. So oh, three plus dodge, at, three plus pick up. At least, at least. Yep, go for it. Fails uh, the dodge. dodge, but he does have dodge. Nope, still fails. Oh my goodness me. Uh, loads of double ones from you here today. Yeah. Armour is gone and he is casualtied oh, out of there. Okay. That's a key uh, he's dead, in fact. He is, a, oh, yeah. he is 68. Oh, he is the most dead a Dark Elf can be. Wow, okay. Oh, what a, way, what a way to end turn four. Uh, so, turn five for the humans. Uh, tackle zone on each. Yeah. I think it's Griff time. Let's, it's see, if, let's see if Griff can do it. So, he's going to have to dodge, like you said, into a tackle zone. Uh, he fails. He's got dodge. He goes oh. down. Okay. He goes down. So, armor for Griff. Yeah, oh, that's that's my job. That uh, is your job. Nine does no. break the armor. Oh, is he only armor eight, isn't he? I, I can't imagine he's armor nine. Not even I think Griff. He is eight. He's he is, he is eight. He is armor eight. Yeah. Oh, and he's stunned. He's okay. stunned. So, Griff well, is out for the rest now. of the game. Uh, yeah, he is. Okay. You're five. The ball is tagged by a human. It's tagged by one of your humans. Okay. I'll check this out. Goblins in the midfield. Just yep. Just your, uh, just on my side of your line of scrimmage. Yep. Ogre is is all in the middle. Yeah. He's got a player with him. I'm going to get the Minotaur to blitz the player off the ogre. Yeah, the Minotaur was pushing a guy around on the other side of the pitch. Oh, that guy stood up, didn't he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think I actually... would he have done. Uh, no, <laughs> no, but the Minotaur's been frenzy-pushing yeah, a guy around. Yeah. I think he's, he's a reasonable distance away from the action. He's only movement five. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to... Right. Okay, I'm going to use one of my free players. I would have had a, a human free because the human's with Lugrit. Yep, absolutely. One of the humans was the Dark Elf up in the top, in the in the mess. Yep. So, one of the humans is going to try and blitz the guy off the ogre. 
So you've got a guy on the ogre and you've got a guy on the ball. Those yeah, are the two that you need to clear off. An uncontested group of blue grip and the goblin. Exactly. Just in front on your side of the mess in the middle on my line of scrimmage. So yeah, I'm going to blitz the guy off the ogre with a human. Okay. So that'll be a two dice. With yeah, the absolutely two dice. The ogre cheering oh, him no. on. Oh my goodness. Oh, no. Double skulls. He goes down. Looking for the re-rolls here in sevens, and there is none. The armor's broken, and that guy's stunned. And this takes it to turn six for the humans. And I, I think all we're going to try and do is just... If you pick up the ball, you can score. So... Oh, that's just reckless. We're already 1-0 up. Uh, the human blitzer who was on the ground stands up um, next to the ball. So there's now two tackle zones on the ball, and the other players just swoop across the pitch wherever possible. We tag the, the Minotaur with the guy who's just been pushed around, and the other guys just go and put one tackle zone on your players wherever possible. So the stretch okay. player is still there for you, Ben, but there's two tackle zones on the ball. And uh, a tackle zone on the ogre and a tackle zone on the goblin. And it's your six. Okay. Gob so the goblin, you said, was just on my line of scrimmage. So with movement six, it's a go for it for a touchdown for the goblin. If the goblin can get the ball. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Well, this is the plan. Is I need to get the ball with lewd grip. So you can get the pass. Yeah, but you can't throw teammate, can you? If you pass. You need to throw this teammate. The... Goblin can run it in from there, surely. Oh, yeah, he could, can he? <laughs> yeah, don't... Mm. yeah he, he's movement six of the goblin. Yeah, he can, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sevens is small. So, yeah, I'll do that. I will... Two tackle zones, the player down. You could blitz. You could you could get a one-die blitz without committing any reserves to remove yeah. a tackle zone from the ball. It's risky. Then you could run lewd grip in, grab the ball, get up, throw it to the goblin, and chuck it to the goblin. Let's give that a go. Right, he's got I'll blitz dodge. One of the he's players got dodge off. as well. So dodge and sure hands, yeah, hmm. and pass. Odds, yeah. Are, odds are really high actually. So yeah, <laughs> I'm but... gonna. <laughs> I'll, I'll stand up the player who. Oh no, he's stunned, isn't he? So I was just yeah. just got the one player getting rid of one tackle zone. So it'd be a one die, I imagine. Yep, yeah, one dice, I reckon. Push. It's a push. That's all you need. Fair away. Yeah. So down to one tackle zone on the ball now. Right. It's loot grip time. He's going to use pretty much all his movement to get the ball and probably get one square out. He can dodge away for one or two squares, yeah, to give a, yeah. to give it a uh, quick short, a short pass. A short, yeah. So let's see if he can pick up the ball with a tackle zone on it. So it's a four plus. He's got short sure hands as a three on the first dice. Ah, oh, it's a three on the second. He Lude drops grip. the ball. Lude grip. Yeah. It's almost so clutch. Uh, that's blood bowl, isn't it? That is you blood bowl. You need the dice. They don't. They don't. You know, come into play when you need them. <laughs> and that actually is full time. So the humans squeak away. One nil there in our theory bowl match. Um, mm -hmm. With Griff stealing that ball in the first half, being the huge, uh, the huge boon. Um, I don't even remember how it happened now. Uh, I think I dropped it, didn't I, with my dark elf? Oh, it was a failed dodge. It was a failed dodge. Double yeah. one. So you've had two double ones and one double skull here, Ben. Yeah, I, I'll be. I'll be honest. I think the dice were on your side for that. It Not did many armor feel that way. At all. It did feel yeah. that way. I don't know how roll twenty works, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We do really need to make a roll twenty tournament because I, I like the odds here. It's certainly better than they were when I fumbled tournament. Anyway, so oh, I yeah, played in yeah. lockdown bowl with the snotlings. Um, <laughs> that was cool, right, Ben? Let's 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 talk through the after action report. How talk to me about your team? How how you feel like they would I think, play? I, I think this was probably an expected result for the matchup. I think the humans had the edge on this. I think my team was pretty good though. I think if the dice work there's a lot you can do with this team you can bash really hard you can pass you have a passing game you've got a bit of agility in there quite a lot of I mean, agility i think i think i would consider i said this before we start recording as i probably consider two heads on the goblin because yeah with the mutation access two plus dodge he, everywhere he, he becomes a real key player um 
Uh, movement six yeah. is not slow, and like you said, on a sevens pitch, uh, well, actually on a regular blood ball pitch as well, because it's 13 squares from scrimmage to touchdown, whether it's sevens or regulars. Uh, for a goblin, that's just one go for it. Exactly. And like he gets into cages really easily with that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, mutated goblins are amazing. Uh, that's yeah. why Underworld is so popular. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why the, the the Renegade Goblin is always so so popular as well. I mean, Rich loves him on his pack team, and I think you had a very similar experience with yours, Ben. Yeah, Rich made me love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I tend to just try and kill that goblin. Um, yeah, honestly, they're brutal. <laughs> Brilliant. So that wraps it up for that match with Ludgrip's Renegades losing out to Griffin Co., um, Andy Pymont, and of course Ian Triplo. Uh, Ian Triplo is always going to win. But yeah, Andy Pymont's list there taking the advantage. So that will be it for episode four of Roster Rumble. Uh, next week it will be regular podcast. And then I think, Ben, we're going to try and play out some of these games, uh, some of the winners um, in. Yeah in roll 20 and just actually play the game out for real we're going to try record that and see if we can't um, present it well to you guys any of you out there who listen to the street ball game please give us some feedback on how we can make that work as well as possible because we just like jamming these games in it could be really great fun you up for that ben uh, absolutely up for that that'd be really good fun ah brilliant right then we will call it a day here guys we'll see you next time and ben i will see you next week to record the podcast yep see you later all right brilliant see you later guys <laughs>